Florida. That's right. <laughs> hey, don't forget to hit record. It's recording right now. Welcome back to HR Talk with Vicky Baez and JC. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another amazing episode, a special edition episode of HR Talk. I'm JC, all the way up by the northern border of the United States. I can see another country from the end of the street. And all the way down in sunny central Florida, the man, the myth, the legend, on the floor, in the floor. He's so he's so in tune with the floor of the HR Florida conference. He is inside the floor. At this, he may as well be <laughs> under the floor after that presentation he gave this morning. Please welcome the man, the myth, the legend, Ricky Baez. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many different. <laughs> what happened there, JC? I'm so excited for you. Everybody's all excited for me. How you doing, brother? It's good. Hey, I'm doing fantastic. How about you? Man, I'm doing great. It is good to talk to you. It felt weird doing the show yesterday without you. Um, yeah, but I'm glad to have you back on. You didn't wait for me. No, but you were busy. You got things you had to do. I get it. But no, Listen. I appreciate that. Now, we, we went over this on our last episode together. Now, I, I know you did a fantastic program yesterday, which was great. Kudos. Very big. Very great. Very fantastic. Very bigly. Kudos. Very bigly. It was. It yeah. was very bigly. But now, it's you and me again. And the last time that we talked, it was apparent to everyone that, unfortunately, I was not available to be down there in person for the HR Florida conference. And to that, I am practicing proper social distancing, staying far away from you, Rick. Are all you now? New York. Is yeah, that I'm what you're doing? New York and you're down there. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing it for our country. Well, yes. I mean, you kind of have no choice, right? If you come down here, then go back up, you're automatically in jail for 14 days, right? <laughs> we don't yeah, want that to happen. True. That That's true. Yeah, it it's happens. It's a real thing. Yeah, it all is. right, so, so you're at the conference. You're, you're, you're embracing the entire thing. You're at the Gaylord. Where are you? Gaylord. Well, we are at the Gaylord Palms Resort and Spa in Central Florida, Orlando, about two minutes Palms. from Disney. Hmm? Palms. With Palms. P-A-L-M-S. Palms. Gaylord Palms. Yes. Right. So how are the amenities? What's, what's the hotel like? How's the restaurants? How's all that? I, I want to get the important stuff out of the way first. <laughs> I got to tell you, man, it's so I've been here before. Lucy has too. it is a really it's you tend to forget how humongous this place is. You need a segue just to get from one place to the other. Everything is indoors. This is humongous ship right in the middle of it. Right. It's like a sail ship and you can have food on it and it's a restaurant. It's actually pretty cool. You're talking about needing a segue. You're talking like Florida Man intro music, or you're talking like a, a musical <laughs> back, like a segue like that? No, those those motorized two-wheel scooter things that were popular like five years ago, and then all of a sudden it <laughs> fell off, right? What happened to those? Anyway, yeah, so they, this place is humongous. I mean, they really had a good idea coming here because last year it was at Bonnet Creek, and uh, they needed more space, and boy, they got it. It is, it is, it's a beautiful, beautiful location. Well, I'm going to tell you something about Segway. OK, uh-huh. since you asked and brought this up, it's actually very timely as of uh, the 27th of this past month. Segway is teasing a new electric moped 
after a 4,000-mile cross-country e-scooter ride. What? Now, I'm not sure if you're really into the Segway stuff that much, but <laughs> while most electric scooters, they're used for, like, last-mile trips, right? Yeah. Like the final mile or two. Yeah. Segway is pushing the boundaries of that, and uh, they're, they're really branching out. So, yeah, uh, you asked, and now I'm bringing it straight to the floor I, for you. Thank well, you. Well, you're on the <laughs> I'm on the floor, like you said, in the floor or under the floor, whatever it is. We're here. We're live. Actually, we're on Facebook Live for anybody watching. Um, we are at the Exhibitor Center. And, uh, JC, you got to see the digs that uh, they gave us. I'll send some pictures, man. But we are we are here in style. It, well, it really I, is I nice. already saw a little bit of the, the action on the, uh, the Twitterverse there in the Instacart or Instagram. <laughs> uh, whatever. Whatever those are, the, the snappities, all that stuff. The kids Snappity do, chat, right? chat. That's right. That's so right. You had uh, you had your general session this morning, uh, and you had a general session with BJ. No, um, so we ha- so today is day one, right? And the keynote, they right the keynote speaker was BJ Novak, who's the executive producer and a writer, and he stars also in the show The Office, among other things. Um, now he, uh, I was I was a little bit surprised, right? Because um, I thought he was going to be live. And uh, yeah. he was actually doing it via Zoom, which I get it, right? It, it's a uh, it's post COVID nineteen world, all that is happening these days, and people do things virtually. So I guess he did his presentation too, but it was actually pretty cool. It was like nine a.m. our time, and what five five six a.m. his time, and he was actually pretty chipper, oh, no, considering how no, early no. it was over there. No, that's not right. Why is that that's not right. Not right. Why? I saw the pictures. Okay, I, okay. I, I was on the line as well, and I saw what was going on. What was going? He on? He was in the office. It, and so, that's in Scranton, <laughs> Pennsylvania. So you might you might have been mistaken. You know what? You're a hundred percent right. I am a hundred percent mistaken. That wasn't even BJ over. That was Ryan. I don't know his last name on the show, but that was just Ryan. But no, he was there. He, uh, uh, you know, he gave us some insight. You remember when uh, John? Well, well. I'll, I'll tell you in a bit. You remember when we had John Pets on a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. John Pets, he's the MC for the event. So he was doing like a one-on-one interview with him on stage um, in front of everybody. And remember when I was asking him, hey, when you talk to BJ, see if you can ask him where does he get his ideas for all the crazy answers that happen at the office? Do you have an HR tech- technical advisor? And I'm like, he's not going to ask. And he sure as hell did. He did, and uh, yeah, he did. He asked him on it, and then uh, BJ pretty much said that um, it's all his um, his uh, his experiences because he used to work at a temp agency, and it's all from his experiences what he saw there. And uh, funny thing, he was the very first character to be hired for the show. And while he's waiting, um, he did an audition, and while he was waiting to be called for the show, he was working at a temp agency. So he was saying either I'll get. I, I'll get cast on the show, and then I'll act like I'm in an office. Or if I don't get it, I'll just continue working at a tape agency really in an office. It's really pretty cool uh, to kind of hear all the different things that uh, really uh, gave him the creativity to uh, put a lot of the stories on the show. So uh, Alan Ferrier uh, put a tweet out over the past few hours here. He's, he's down on the floor as well, a great HR guy. Okay. Um, and he was talking about a simple case for basic feedback without assuming you know the attitude of a new person. With the quote being, I did not know that was an obnoxious and entitled thing until someone told me. Then I learned. And that quote is from B.J. Novak's discussion this morning. Uh-huh. Now, David Barlam, and that's at Acquired Talents on, on the Twitterverse there. Okay. With the tag HRFL20, right? Of course. 
he put a picture out of a guy, and that guy being John Petz, in a bubble. What is going on with the bubble? He came out like in a hamster wheel bubble? Really? I wasn't there for that. I, so I didn't catch that because we caught – what time did we get to the session, Lucy? We got there, Brian, 45 minutes late because we were here getting ready. I had to go to my room because as soon as the general session was done – then it was my turn to present, and I had to go to the room, make sure it was ready. So I didn't catch that. So he was he was in a bubble on stage? Yeah, like he came out in that. a hamster wheel-style plastic <laughs> bubble. And, uh, you need to ask him about <laughs> it. Self-exposed, you know. No, I didn't um, see it. I'm yeah. sorry, I did not see that at all. Okay. Yeah, that, that's that's what anyone that's in the know in human resources. I am not knows. in the know, apparently. Yeah. I'm in the well, not knowing. Paul also put something out in regards to uh, Pets and Novak. Uh, so John Pets asked the question, how do you pivot? When a key character leaves the show, yes, and B.J. Novak replied, it wasn't a one-for-one replacement. Not looking for the next Steve Carell as the boss. It's about how do you elevate people while bringing new voices, end quote. So it, it, it's, I, there was a lot more that we took away as HR people than I thought we were because I'm thinking, what, what? Okay, he plays, he writes about the HR events that happen in an office. So how much can he possibly know, right? But you know what? He says something that really, really got, not, not got to me, but it, it, I really resonated with. Um, he was talking about one of the head writers. I didn't know this. It's um, the, Toby. Toby, the HR guy, he's actually a writer on the show. And there was a point on the show that um, they thought they, they were going to be canceled. And him being the, the writer... Toby, God, I forgot his name. What did he say? Say Brian or Sean? Anyway, so um, uh, Toby pretty much said, look, guys, we're going to go down with the ship anyway. Just write as best as you can. Let's just make it as funny as we possibly can. Let's go down in flames. Let's go down fighting. But don't write the show for the audience. Write it for other writers. And Paul Lieberstein. Yes, right? Paul Lieber. Yeah, Paul. I, yeah. yeah, yes. So he kept talk- he, he kept referencing to him telling uh, how he, when everybody was down in the dumps, when everybody was really just worried that the show was not going to continue, and he just stepped up and said, just write the best you can, write for other writers, just whatever you think is funny, regardless of what, if, if everybody think it is, go for it. And he did that, he rallied everybody, next thing you know, the show becomes number one. And then there was another point where he brought up Paul's name, that um, when Michael Scott left, so it, it's spoiler alert for those of you who've never seen the show, Michael Scott left the show, and the writers got pretty much writer's block. They're like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? So the main character is leaving, and then Paul stepped up like, hey, the show is not called The Boss. The show is called The Office, so let's write in another boss. And that got everybody, you know, um, um, interested. And next thing you know, they started. That's how they got the idea for Will Ferrell to come in. And I don't know if you saw the episode where Jim Carrey interviewed and then there was also another episode that I didn't know this. James Gandolfini from The Sopranos was supposed to be a big boss, but that never materialized ever. Anyway, you learn, I, I learned quite a bit and how HR, Toby, pretty much saved the show by rallying everybody up. I thought that was pretty cool. One of the things I just found pretty cool in you telling that story was how, um, how you kind of talk about People being motivated or inspired or find something intriguing or interesting along the way. Well, you told it in the most monotone way that bored the hell out of me. <laughs> so, 
this really this really helps exemplify all of our listeners out there how you truly are the brains of the operation here. You're just not fun, Rick. And I'm glad to be back on the program. That's all I have to say to everyone listening. There you go. There you go. I'm learning how to use the uh, the buttons here. All right, so this morning you had your keynote session. Um, you had BJ Novak up there, and then there was a Sherm fundraiser uh, that was taking place as well throughout the morning. What's I'm, going on with the Sherm fundraiser stuff? Is it like a 50-50 raffle, or what are they doing there? Well, there is a raffle. Um, as far as the fundraiser, what it's all about, I don't know, because I was really busy okay. getting ready for my stuff this morning, to be honest. <laughs> but actually, we can – Well, can you ask I'll tell you what, something. The, what the raffle is uh, for? If you check out HR Florida on uh, Twitter or if you're um, and that's at HR Florida or uh, if you're familiar with Amanda Brunson, uh, they were showing off a few of those baskets and things that they're going to be giving away and uh, stop by. Find them on the floor of everything social distance. So even though there's enough space for 17000 people, both people at uh, the Gaylord Palms right now will be very far away from you. And you have plenty of space to walk up and put in <laughs> those registries, so don't worry. Yeah, with actually, we got somebody here who can talk to us about um, the uh, the raffle that we have. This is Eve. Eve, how are you? I am well. How are you today? Doing pretty good. You can see who we're talking to right there, upper right hand corner. That is JC. He is a co-host of HR Talk out of Buffalo, New York. I'm Ricky Bias. How are you? I'm All good. good. All, All right. good. Ricky, you're killing me. You gave away my secret location. The oh. northern border guy, not not the exact city. Give my address away while you're at it too. He lives Appreciate right it. off of a lake. Okay, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, got it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Eve, it's my pleasure to see you and talk to you today. How's the conference going? The conference is great. You know, it's a little bit different than what we're used to, but having people on site and being able to see our HR friends from all over the state is awesome. People we haven't been able to see in months. So, I all love right, it. so I, I I got a question for you. I got to hit you with it right away. Ricky and I were just talking about it. I saw on the Twitterverse, on the line, and, and I polished the AOL disc. I put it in, and I got my virtual <laughs> sessions going this morning, right? So I've, I'm seeing on the line that you guys have, like, all these baskets that you're giving away. There's uh, uh, within the schedule, talking about the Sherman fundraiser throughout the span of the morning time here. What all does that entail? What's being given away? What are some of the things that people could uh, come by and check out? That sure. might be up for grabs. We have a lot of great stuff. There's usually always some nice handbags from Coach or, you know, whatever your favorite oh, is. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I, we even have briefcases, so we're, we're gender neutral. <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay, got it. If somebody wants a briefcase instead of a handbag, we can do that. Okay. Um, I know there's usually gift cards. There's all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, scratch-off tickets. You never know. You might be oh. the next uh, winner. Okay. Millionaire jackpot. Um, I think one year we even had a booze wagon. I don't know if we have a booze wagon this year. I think we could all do with it, but I don't Out know. Out of all the years to need a booze wagon, <laughs> this is it. I know, and I don't know if we have <laughs> one this year or not. Wow, okay. um, but we have some great stuff over there, and all goes to a great cause to benefit the Sherm Foundation. Awesome. awesome. No, I see that it, it, uh, you're standing next to a, what do you call those, a raffle drum? Like, yes. Okay, yeah. So you people put in their names. You just go. So how often do you call? So for those that are here on site, um, it's our bingo card. They get to go around to the different vendors, have ah, them sign right. off. Okay. And um, once they have all the vendors sign off, they can put it in, and we will draw two um, conferences for next year. Oh, the winners okay. for two conferences next year. No coach bags or no it's booze wagon? Not, I'll get one for my Not with wife. that. But, you know, the conference is very valuable in and of itself. That is true. Yes. That, that is true. Rick, Ricky, she didn't say which conference, though. Let's remember that. Ah, she just said a conference. A thing. conference. We don't know which one. HR Florida, the best conference there is. Ah, that's right. There, that's right. there, there it is. There's Got the it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. so, what, so what happened this morning with uh, Mallory Whalen? 
Her Val- name's all over the internet right now. Well, fabulous, as it should be. Mallory is our HR professional of the year. Um, she works for a company called BitWizards here in Florida. She is an HR department of one. So considering that she does everything uh, for her company, they have some awesome um, employee recognitions. She's been running everybody through uh, the COVID, you know, keeping up with everybody. They're still doing virtual happy hours. Um, and they've actually won, you know, top five in the HR Florida Trend Magazine, top five employer for the past four or five years. Huh. So her write-up, I'm, I'm the awards and recognition person for HR Florida. Her write-up was fantastic. Her COO loves her. Um, all of her employees seem to love her. It's just a great choice for How us do you, this year. It's, I've never done one of these. How do you do a virtual happy hour? How does that work? Well, you know, you get everybody on their little cameras. It's BYOB, obviously. Well, so yeah. whatever you choose to bring, and you just sit and you, you talk. I, I just think that is so dangerous, right? Because you're at home, right? So, look, if you're at a bar, if you're at Chili's or whatever, and, and you're just going to happy hour, you're some you're aware of where you are, right? Sure. So you know you're in public. But when you're at home and you're feeling at home and you have the same alcohol and, and all those inhibitions come in, then it's some crazy things might happen on camera, right? Well, it, it can. Um, okay. I've not seen anything happen crazy on the HR mm. Florida happy hours, you know. It's only day one. I, I think we get worse, <laughs> you know, here when, when we're here in person. You yeah. know, we had Flo Rida a couple of years ago. That was quite a party. I've never seen HR professionals party like that. I remember like that. that one. I remember but, that one, yeah. <laughs> All right. But, you know, it's not too bad because, you know, there's other people watching you. Yeah, well, yeah, they are. But, they, again, you forget because you're at home That's and you're true. in your jammies. Next thing you know, I did not know Karen did that. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> All right. So so you're here to make sure that people put in their cards and just manage that whole process. All right. Absolutely. So, overall, how many prizes? Like, is there, like, a dollar amount of how much money and prizes do we have? Oh, I don't even know. Um each just chapter, make it up. $85,000? So, yes. Wow. E- each that chapter really puts good. in something. So, I mean, there's thousands of dollars over there. Probably, yeah, we're looking at close to 50000 Who oh, knows? Really? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you got that one, brother. Dude, the look she gave me is like, oh, he just found out Santa doesn't exist. <laughs> But but think about it. How nice would it be if you were to go home with a handbag or something, you know, to give to somebody? There'll be a lot of questions. Where did you go? (laughs) (laughs) You was in an HR conference? Went to HR Florida where all the ladies go. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, there we go. Then we need a men's bag, like Fossil. Fossil. Well, last year, year, my chapter, we did a a coach um, briefcase. So, like yeah. I said, it was gender neutral. Okay. But really, it's, it's you know, it, what can you take home? It's a man purse. Uh, yeah, well, it's not a briefcase that's anymore. That's what my husband would call <laughs> it anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, I got a bunch of man purses that people make fun of me, but I don't think I've ever had a briefcase, though. No. I don't think people use it anymore. I've seen some. Yeah, Here today? Here? Yeah. I have not. There yeah, was a guy, JC, you missed it. There's a guy walking around, and I'm going to talk low because I don't know what it says. And he's dressed really, it really interestingly. He has like a Ricky, like a sign Ricky, on his do back. Not, do not talk low. Talk loud and own it. I will not. Right now, you're live on the internet. I anyway. know, I know, but I'm going to say it anyway. He has hey, a sign, something, or he's a DJ or something. The entire internet. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I have seen him. You um, saw him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like a hippie. Right? right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm not sure what his sign says. I didn't get close enough. So, Lucy, we need to get over there and uh, and just interview him <laughs> and him just out. on the spot and then check him out. And just and he says, what are you doing? And Lucy wanted to see you. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Serious question for you both right now. Um, Heather. Heather Dayru. Yes. 
Yes. At the start of everything today. She got, she got up and took the stage for a little bit as well, correct? She did. Yes, we, fabulous. We in... about her. What did she talk about? How did it go? And uh, how was it received? Uh, Heather talked about, you know, how this has just been an interesting year for all of us. Um, we're putting on not one, but two conferences. Yep. Um, the online conference has a little bit different track than what's here in person. So that you know, something that we haven't done before. You know, we usually say that HR, HR Florida rocks. This year, HR Florida kind of blew up. And so, <laughs> yeah, you know, now there's, there's a little bit of everything. And, of course, she looks fabulous in her green, sparkly whatever, ready to get the party started. I wasn't ready yeah. for that, right? No, I walked no. in, I'm like, oh, whoa, she really, really pulled out all the stops today. Yes. Okay, wait a minute, though. I have to ask, though, what about those shoes? Oh, the shoes were perfectly matched. Let me say that. And the face mask, even... Perfectly, like like a peacock almost. The colors were just so bright. Um, I, I love HD. Nobody can pull off that look like she can. Why do I feel like we're like at the Oscars talking about what everybody wears when they come up on stage? You are. That's because you are. Oh, okay. And then, I got you. She loves her shoes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. That she does. Yeah, HD does love her shoes. Yeah, that you, is true. Usually there's a bet on how many pairs she brings to something like this. And it would probably be 20, 30 oh, pairs. I should have. No. Oh, yeah. To these of. Wow. You know what? I can see that. She's, she's got a room for herself. And, and then one for her shoes. For her shoes. <laughs> you know, you know what? You know what? It, it, it's there's so- nothing wrong with that either. No. It, it's great. If it's I true. could do it, I would too. <laughs> well, you know what? Here's the thing. Something something I noticed uh, on the show today. So John Petz, obviously, he's doing it. He does an amazing job as an MC. So, JC, I don't know if he was able to see this, but there was a point that we were supposed to do a scavenger hunt. And the scavenger hunt was supposed to be talking to three people on Zoom live. And he was supposed to, you know, just in front of everybody on stage to ask them, hey, go find this and go find that. But we had so much communication issues. Somebody couldn't hear. Another person left the the thing on mute. It was like a real, what everybody else experienced in a Zoom conference. I went over to the, uh, to, uh, to a Chad, who's the incoming president. I'm like, is that plan? It's like, no, that is legit. He is having issues right now. He just canceled it. It could not have gone any better. It was awesome. It really was awesome. Hey, I, I got a question for Eve here real quick. And while I do, Ricky, if you could pull up the Twitter and, and at least share uh, the link for this live uh, to our fans over on Twitter. We do have a lot of people not from the Central Florida area that we're looking to uh, kind of get a little bit of a lowdown. And speaking about the lowdown, uh, I hear that there's an app that people are being encouraged to download. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, HR, absolutely. The HR Florida app um, tells you everything. And we've been working on the app for the past few years at our conferences. But if you're looking for the speakers, if you're looking for uh, topics, meeting rooms, anything else, it's all on the app. So you can pull it up, decide where you want to go, find out when happy hour is, find out when the networking is. It's all there on the app, everything that you would possibly want to know. And you also get those um, push notifications, too. If there's something important going on, it'll pop up with a notification. That way you know where to go. So is it is it uh, just the ability to see the schedule like I'm going to the website or can I like customize it and make my schedule based off of what I want to see and and Yes. Check out. You, you absolutely customize it. In fact, I'm one that goes kind yeah. of kicking and screaming into technology sometimes. Um, so I'm <laughs> reluctant, but I have my own schedule planned out here on my app. So I know where I'm supposed to be, what session I want to go see, and it'll help. Um, it, there's even a map that helps show me where to go to the, get to the right conference room. 
Nice. Night. Nice. You know, something I'm noticing here, I mean, again, such a big space. Um, we're the only, it's almost like we're the only people here. <laughs> Right. They're all in sessions right yeah, now. Well, no, no, no. I, like, oh, at the hotel. Like, I mean, at the hotel, right? Yeah. Um, so it, it's. I like how everything is interactive. Even if, even if you go to one of those wall map things and you type in where you are and then where you go, but then it's like a shock because you're like, where's my next? Oh, my God, that's 10 miles away. And then my Apple Watch starts going crazy. So, I mean, again, yeah, there's a lot that you're able to, uh, to, uh, to cover. Were you a part of the 5K they had yesterday? I was not. No? Oh, it's okay. 5K. <laughs> yeah, they had, a, they had an HR Florida 5K yesterday. It was actually pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, Amanda Brunson was there. So, She's so coming here later so we you're, talk you're about talking, it. You literally just, like, walked from one end of the Gaylord Palms to the well, other? It's, it's, the I, you know what? That would be a 5K, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's exactly what it would be. But You I, know yeah. what? I kind of like where you're going here. We should change the vibe, though, and do 5-1Ks in support of <laughs> I human like resources. that. Yeah, <laughs> that'll take five all week to do. So awesome! Now, are you there on a schedule? Are, are we keeping you from anything? Are you good? I don't see anybody. So you're no, you're good. good. Okay, okay, got it. The five K aside, her schedule aside, I want to get directly into the chat rooms. Okay, so you've got your virtual sessions taking place, and this isn't just a presentation that you're watching. You actually have interactive chat rooms with professionals from all over the globe taking part and sharing their ideas and concepts there correct are those moderated is it is it wide open anyone could partake as long as you're uh, in the sessions yeah we have um people who are watching those um chat sessions to make sure that questions are getting answered of the speakers um it also gives like you said that more interactive feeling i know not everybody in my office personally came up here so we've got two people here in person we've got two people who are virtually ah. um back at the office so we're both kind of getting that different experience but still getting the great information that we wanted but yeah they're monitored people are answering questions and interacting nice. so with the chat sessions do you see that there might be a little bit more of like a breakout room type vibe that that builds and develops directly through the chat rooms rather than an actual breakout into a different virtual room or something of that nature, like a sidebar conversation. Yeah, and, and I think that's part of it because really that's the point of coming to a conference like this is that you can get to have those conversations with other people. And so through those chat sessions, you are able to kind of go back and forth and have that conversation, that dialogue, and learn not only from the speaker, not only who's putting something out, but also from your other HR professionals who are watching. Mm. So See, I, I, the reason I was drilling in on this, Rick, I, I'll never forget the last time I was at the uh, NAB conference out in Vegas, and I was mm-hmm. sitting next to a, a gentleman and a lady, and, and we were talking about a few things and, and kind of whispering back and forth to emphasize a few key things about the, what the person on stage was saying. But we were too close to the stage, and they kind of heard everything that we were talking about while they were giving their presentation. It was not a good scene. So I'm an advocate of the chat rooms. Use them. Go virtual. <laughs> get into it. Yeah. You know, why not? Hey, um, if, if you're live on the floor, if you're attending in person, mm-hmm. could you also maybe open up the app and partake in the chat rooms at the same time while you're attending live? I think you have to have the two different reservations. You have to have the okay. registration for the online or the registration for in-person. So you that do, I'm yeah. not really sure. It is because the uh, the live, the, so the in-person concurrent events are not being recorded to show live. Those were pre-recorded earlier, but they're on a different schedule. 
That way, the people who are watching it online are able to participate back and forth with the speaker who's going to be there in a chat room just going back and forth. So I thought that was interesting, pretty cool, something different, because I thought it was going to be all streamed, everything streamed live. But no, we got to record it and then be around later on. That's it. The only thing that's live concurrent is the actual keynote speakers with BJ and the, and the other two speakers coming in. So, but, but now everything that's in the schedule, that's going to be based off Eastern time, correct? I don't know. <laughs> Is it? I would assume. I would think so yeah. if it's here, right? I yeah, would assume. Yeah. yeah. We're going to go with yes, JC. That's what we're going to do. We're going to do some research on that. Back to you. Go ahead and do some research then. All right. So you. So which chapter do you belong to? So I belong to the Charlotte County Sherm chapter. Where's that at? Charlotte County is between Tampa and Fort Myers, so southwest Florida. Southwest Florida. Okay, got Beautiful it. southwest Florida on right. Charlotte Harbor, one of the best fishing spots. Really? Uh, yeah. No, because the, it, it look. So I'm sorry. the 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 only thing I do out west is Clearwater and Sarasota. I love Clearwater and Sarasota. Okay. Well, right? we're just south of them, so okay. you can come visit next I'm time you're go in check Sarasota. It out, then. You can come visit us. We're okay. not too far away. All right. So if you don't mind me asking, what do you do there? What do you do in uh, in uh, Charlotte County? I work for local government. Oh, um, so we've had you know a lot of challenges over these past few yeah. months with with COVID. Um, but I'm an HR projects manager, so okay. I work in our local government and help keep our human resources going and keep everybody engaged in, in serving the community. So I so I used to work for local. I, I used to work for Orange County government as well. I did benefits there, so you know the Florida retirement system very well, yes. right? And then and but yeah, so I I, I can fully understand how. Um, with everything happening, how your your resources are strained, and what's the mantra that everybody keeps telling everybody nowadays? Do more with less. Yes. Well, actually, that was before COVID. Now is do a lot more with a whole lot less. And and people are doing different things. Yeah. You know, when you think about it, you may have been a lifeguard, but the pools are closed or the rec centers are closed. Yeah. So now you're being diverted to do something else. Um, you know, in government, we have everybody. So we have people who are paving the roads to people who are lifeguards yeah. to, to budget. And, um, you know, a lot of our resources have been strained and really just trying to help our community uh, through the time. Um, we've got applications that they can fill out to get assistance. So we've pulled everybody that we can into either answering phones or working those applications. Okay. So people aren't necessarily doing the jobs that they were a couple months ago even. No, I bet. So, 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 what do you what do you expect to get out of this conference for you to take back to your fellow employees and actually your customers, right? Because your customers are the residents of that county. So, what do you hope to bring back from an HR perspective? Yeah, this conference always gives us new ideas. Mm-hmm. I think at least to see how things are changing in the HR field. You know, in government, we we may be a little bit slower to pick stuff up uh, than other places, but we always learn best practices from private industry that we're able to take back um, some of the sessions this year in particular are talking about how to make that pivot you know yeah, there it and, is again <laughs> that seems to be the theme pivot yeah how to make that pivot and so hoping to take a lot of that information back because now we're looking at okay we've survived this immediate crisis what's next yeah you know, and how do we prepare for what's next when typically it takes us a little bit of time to, to get there? You, you know, if that, that, that seems to be I, the... Go ahead, JC. Go ahead. JC yeah, no, yeah. I, I know what's next. Yeah. I know what's next. What's next? There's going to be an asteroid coming at the start of November. Remember? Uh. We saw that in the news right before the elections. There's an asteroid <laughs> headed to Earth. 
So that, that's what's next. Hey, a real quick update, real quick. I had to jump in immediately with this one. Got word back from HR Florida. There was an issue earlier on this morning with sessions being programmed on Central Standard Time. That has been fixed. It was fixed during the morning sessions approximately three hours ago. Anyone that was having complications, the majority of people seem to be logged in and, and they're all set and squared away. The system has been reset to Eastern Standard Time. All times that are published as of right now will continue to remain there in Eastern. Go. They are continually aware of the problem and keeping an eye on that. So if you do have any questions or concerns, please reach out, contact the great people at HR Florida. They'll get things squared away. Back to you. Yeah. Well, it's... What I wanted to ask, right, it's, it's with, with everything happening with COVID and then you wanted to bring all this stuff back. How are you, the employees, handling this? Are you working from home? I mean, what kind of social distancing protocols are is government workers seeing? Sure. Um, for a few months, our buildings were shut down. So DMV, shut down. Uh, Tax collector shut down. So really, tax collector was shut down. I know, believe it or not. <laughs> okay, um, all right. And and people were having to make do. You know, normally you could just come in and take care of your your business, and they couldn't do that. So they had to shift swiftly to online, trying to help people as best that they can. Um, we are still working partly remote, so we have some people in the office that need to be customer facing to help our folks get back in. Um, but a lot of our staff, such as budget or whoever can work from home, is still working from home. Um, and those who need to be helping our citizens, whether it's in rec centers, which are slowly opening again, or those things we're following the proper social distancing, um, limiting times that people can come in. You may have to pre-register, whereas before you could just show up to get your driver's license. Now you have to pre-register for an appointment time, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, it's, um, you, you said earlier that you have to figure out what's next. Right. And and that seems to be the conversation every HR office is uh, is having. And I remember talking to my team about it. Hey, let's focus on what's next. Let's focus on what's next. And then one of my employees told me something that really hit me. She was like, hey, hey, stop. Let's focus on what's happening now. <laughs> right. Let's get over this before we figure out what's next. And I, I was about to respond. I'm like, that is a really good point. Let's just focus on what's happening right now. I get it, right? We want to be ready. We want to focus on what, what is happening next. We want to be ready for whatever that unknown is. Um, because everybody keeps waiting for things to go back to normal. And this is the conversation. I don't know if you're having these same conversation with uh, the people you work with or on your team. It's like, guys, don't expect this normal to come back. There's a new normal that you're going to have to get used to. If anything, it teaches you anything about being flexible. Actually, at the conference today, because um, – uh, um, before my session, I'm looking around for water. Couldn't find any water. All the water fountains are off, right, to practice social distancing. Yeah. So I guess um, it, it's dehydration is not as bad <laughs> as catching COVID-19, right? <laughs> but there's, I can't find water anywhere. And uh, all these things, these bathrooms, some of them are blocked off. I don't know why. But they, have to, they really pulled out all the stops for social distancing. And what really got to me was at the general session how all the chairs were all six feet apart. And that, that to me was like, wow, this is the new normal, yes. right? It, it's, was it the same for you? I mean, that impressive? It, it was. I mean, it was kind of shocking because you're like, wow. You know, normally the seats are right on top of each other and you're climbing over to, to get to a seat. Um, but I think you're right. This is, we're not going to go back to where it was before. No. So we, we have to kind of adjust to where we are now, figure out what now looks like. Um, because we were all taken uh, surprised. Yeah, everybody right? did. By, by this. Um, and so it's just trying to figure out what those new business operations are going to look like. How are we going to incorporate some of these new yeah. standards? Um, 
And and it is different to be here and to see everybody else so spread out. And then you're like, do I go up to them? Do I not go up to them? You know, <laughs> are, are they social distancing? Can I hug? I don't know. So that's what I found interesting. Are, are there temperature checks for attendees when they walk in through the door? You know, I mean, there's there's one general question for you. Mm-hmm. Is that happening or is that not? I know that the conference team um, and uh, the speakers are all doing temperature checks. As far yeah. as general attendees, they're not doing that. Um, but Is they there did... limitations to how many people could be congregating in one place at one time? Like, okay, only 10 people in the hallway. Go, go, run. <laughs> I'm up. They see me. I'm down. I, <laughs> you know? I think people are doing a very good job of regulating that themselves. Um, and when I go into the sessions, you know, the chairs and, and the sessions are all spread out. And we've got yeah. one-way markers here in the expo hall. So it's just like going to the grocery store now. Same I think thing, we're yeah. all used to yeah. going one way in the aisle. It's the same kind of thing here in the expo well, hall. Well, Lucy and I were... We, we would need executive orders to overcome the state regulations just to even talk about this in New York State. So this is cool. Yeah. You're doing it. You know, I love it. I love it. Ricky, well, I'm sorry. Well, Go no, ahead. no. Lucy and I were in the elevator when Saturday? On Saturday, and they had like circles on each corner of the elevator, so you could stand in. And I'm like, "This is so odd." So we stood at each corner. It was it was so uncomfortable in there. <laughs> but you know what else I noticed? Um, uh, something that 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 you just said because this is this is where you get to network, right? And you sometimes run into people that you haven't seen in a long time, or it's your first time meeting. It's really awkward because normally the people you know, you give them a hug. Right, uh, or or you take off your mask, but now I'm finding myself always asking, "Are you a hugger? Are you a handshaker? What are you? Do you mind if I take my mask off or not?" It's like second nature now. Yeah, right? it, it right? is. Like like consent is hard for you. It, it kind of <laughs> is for this, right? It kind of is. I want to make sure I got this right. No, so then we're at the general session. One thing that I didn't notice that since all the chairs are so far apart. I can't whisper crap to the person next to me anymore because I'm turning to Lucy. I'm like, hey, look at what oh, she, she's, she's so far away. <laughs> I'll text her. So now I'm looking at my phone, <laughs> texting her. I can't say I can't do a commentary anymore. It, it's true. <laughs> so, it's true. Yeah. So it is a little bit different in that aspect. And, and you can't do, you know, sometimes you go to a session and they break it up with group work or, or talk to your neighbor and oh your neighbor's God. all the way over there. <laughs> Lucy. So, we were just talking about that earlier because my presentation was supposed to be two hours long. And then I'm like, it, it's and, and I built it pre-COVID. So I built it in a way that I have audience participation and I have all these things. But then I'm thinking, this is, this is not going to work. Because, I okay, I'll tell you right now, I had this one thing called laughing yoga. Right. So I was going to do laughing because I can say it now because it happened. I was going to do laughing yoga with everybody. So I'm like, no, because I'm going to have everybody laughing on purpose. They have the mask on. They're going to suffocate. They're going to pass out. (laughs) Work as comp. It's all going to be in my session. Yes, JC. JC had a question. Uh, Yeah, actually, it's it's not a question. I have breaking news if you're ready for it. Go, go, shoot. Another HR breaking news story. Revealed on HR Talk. This is from MeridianStar.com. Uh-oh. Terry McKelvane has joined Citizens National Bank as Chief Human Resource Officer as of 30 minutes ago. This has been a breaking news bulletin. <laughs> Congratulations. <I don't... laughs> is, she, is she here? Is she or he here? No, but she has over 23 <laughs> years of HR and organizational experience. And uh, this was just published, and uh, the Google said that this was breaking HR news. Eve, so are you not that Google. much more enlightened now that I you am. know this? Okay, I yes. figure that. And I like that he checked the Google, you know? 
Congratulations, Terry. <laughs> Congratulations, Terry. Hope you uh, now, now deserved. For someone like Terry that might not necessarily be there and has yet to sign up for the conference, are there still opportunities for people to jump in and uh, purchase uh, the virtual sessions? Or absolutely. are they, it's over, it's out now? No, absolutely. People can still register. Um, if somebody's in the area and wants to register and come in person, they can do that. If they want to register and go online, um, can do that as well. And, and you can also buy the... Uh, the library for afterwards. If you didn't Correct. get to see something and you wanted to, to catch up on it or you just want to watch it again, you can still purchase the, the library too. Yes, because I think if you buy it, it's it's 150 bucks, mm-hmm. right? The, uh, the, the online version yes. that you can watch until December. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. And also, but if you buy it here while you're here, it's $99. Yeah, which is a great value. It is a great value, you know, especially if you want to see them over again or just get your credits that you're going to need. Or you were talking yeah. during the meeting and didn't yeah. hear what they said. Absolutely. So, yeah. See, there you go. So, But that doesn't matter right now because everything's <laughs> social distancing. Thanks for calling me out, Eve. <laughs> hey, I call him like I see you. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> we had our keynote speaker today, BJ Novak. Tomorrow we've got Tyler Schultz. Uh, Wednesday we've got Ellen Latham. Ooh, I can't wait Is for that one. Mister, uh, can, can we potentially consider or, or uh, hope that we're going to have that opportunity to see Mr. Johnny C. Taylor Jr. on the big screen at one point in time during this uh, this conference? Any insight? I don't know. I would no. say it's possible. He's a great speaker. Yeah. And so, yeah, I would love uh, if he did a little cameo appearance for us. That would be great. Maybe he's the know. one walking around with the sign. And we just don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's him because it's a Undercover? Yeah, yeah. yeah, you never know. You never know if, if that's him or not. Ha <laughs> ha, fooled you. Yeah, you didn't. We knew it was you. Heard it in the HR Talk podcast first. That would have been breaking news, but thanks, JC. You didn't play the clip. There you go. Now he's going to do it. Breaking news. I'm getting the paper ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And now with another breaking news story, Ricky Baez. Johnny C. Taylor is at HR Florida, and he's dressed as a hippie. <laughs> Ricky Bias is lying. This is the end of your breaking news. <laughs> there we go. Awesome. 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 All right. So you're here. Now you're staying on property. Absolutely. Right? Yes. Is this your first time on property? Oh, no. No. No, I've been here. It's beautiful, isn't it? It's great. I love yeah. it. Um, I was sitting on my little balcony, you know, the other yesterday is reading my book. I'm like, this is my quiet place. <laughs> This is, I left the kids at home. I left the husband at home. I came here to have some uh, peace and quiet. There you go. Be with my HR family. Awesome. Now, now it's is your balcony, because this place has balconies inside. I haven't seen the, is there any outside balconies? I don't think so. No? No, okay. I've got a balcony on the inside, so I looked out over the atrium, and yeah, oh, nice and peaceful. I love it. You see, yeah. I got to stay here. <laughs> Eve, my, my thoughts and my heart go out to you. That That's a big decision uh, to leave your, your husband and your family. I, uh. I, I wish you well in this new endeavor, uh, wherever it takes you. It's you, you temporarily know there, JC. E- even She's going better, back to them. Today oh. is the first day of school, so my husband had to oh. deal with all of that, too. Oh, yeah. I, I was making a break for it. I mean, jokes aside, that's, that's a lot. Wow. Oh, how wow. many kids do you have? I just have two. What, uh, what Six, six and know. eight. So a third grade and first grade. Oh, so all elementary school. Yeah, and they were going back to school. Oh. We, yeah. We're, we're wow. not doing virtual. They are going back to school. Oh, wow. God okay. bless them and hope everything's okay. But. Man, my kid started that last week. And let me tell you, it is an adventure. Oh. <laughs> 
it is an adventure. I can imagine. There, I mean, look, it's hard to corral, uh, to corral adults, right? To stand in line, social distance, and then let me take your temperature check. Try doing that with eight-year-olds, six, seven, and, and eight-year-olds. If you thought a teacher needed a beer back then... They definitely need one right now. Yes. Because, man, my hats go out to teachers out there everywhere because they do a, it's a thankless job. It really you is. Know what, you know what's interesting about this? HR Dive got into this over the past uh, day or so. Department of Labor came out and said no FFCRA leave is uh, eligible for families choosing remote learning options. Now, if a school offers both in-person and online learning options and a parent chooses the latter, the parent may not take paid leave. Under the Families First Coronavirus Response Act, FFCRA, U.S. Department of Labor DOL said in guidance released August 27th, FFCRA leave is not available to take care of a child whose school is open for in-person attendance. However, parents can use FFCRA leave on days when children are not permitted to attend school due to hybrid, in-person, and online arrangements, according to the Department of Labor. Parents may also take leave under FFCRA if a school begins the year remotely with the intent to evaluate circumstances and possibly reopen for in-person learning later on. So some some big clarifications from uh, the Department of Labor over the past 24 hours in regards to this topic. I had to throw it right out for the two of you to, uh, to chew on and jab. That, that, that's going to be very fluid because I know as we go on with this, more things are going to change. We're going to realize that we're going to need more help, oh, more Rick, flexible. They, yes. Ricky, they just updated the story. They said it's absolutely <laughs> not fluid. <laughs> well, thank you for that. I'm saying it's fluid. That's going to change. That's where we're going to need HR yeah. professionals to stay yeah. there and be, let's talk about the human who's behind all of this. There, Lucy, what were we talking you about know, earlier? About the human, a- you're right. Yeah, you're going to have to. You know, and, and, and that was part of my presentation earlier today. I did a, um, a presentation called Five Ways to Build an HR Team That Doesn't Suck. But I, like the, I mean, it's it's work hard on that title. Um, so one of the things that we that um, I really wanted to drive home is regardless of any of the ways that you're able to build that team, you got to make sure the compassion is there and focus on the H in HR, because a lot of people throw that term around. I'm a human resource guy, human resource girl, whatever the case may be, but just focus on the H, especially now. Right. Because now, look, this time next year. Could you imagine you being on a Zoom meeting just just on any regular day and maybe your kid kind of yells in the background? That would have been, uh-uh, that is so unprofessional. Absolutely. Now, you know what? It's expected, right? If you have kids and they're not yelling in the background, people are like, where are your kids? What's going on? We're going to call DCF on you. What's happening? Because I'm supposed to hear your kids. But anyway, the point I'm trying to make here is, is that um, regardless of what you're dealing with you as a leader, you got to understand how frustrating it is for you, but your employees as well, right? Because yes. maybe you as a leader may not have the resources to put to have a, to hire a babysitter, but not everybody does, right? So now your kids are at home, your husband or your wife is at home as well, and you have to figure out how to how to focus on work and solely on work in a completely different environment than what you're used to. And by the way, there's a whole family there, and your cats and dogs are there too, and they're wondering why you're here. So the, it does create an issue. So I, that's the flexibility I'm looking forward to, to working with my team for associates. And I think county government is doing that as well, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we, we have to take a look at it. And one of the big things that um, I'm a proponent of is looking at the mental health aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, we've got a wellness program, as a lot of organizations do. And so it's not just about that physical, 
wellness, but it's about everybody's going through this emotional kind of, because they are stuck at home with their kids or their spouse. And uh, you have employees that, that live alone. And so now they're working at home alone and maybe haven't seen anybody uh, for a while. I didn't even think about that one. Um, so there's a lot okay. of stress on, on people in general. And when people are under stress, they tend to maybe act out in, in a way that they wouldn't normally or there, there's other consequences. That's true. And yeah. so it's trying to maintain. I was just having a, a lovely lunch conversation with somebody. It's trying to maintain that personal connection with our employees, whether it's doing that virtual happy hour or um, morning check-ins over, you know, video or whatever that is, so that you can make sure people are okay and ask them, how are you doing? How are you doing with this workload? Because expectations, um, you know, are different, and they've kind of changed as, as it's gone yeah. along. And, and so just checking in on everybody and, and saying, yeah, what, what do you need? I, I had that same conversation with a dear friend of mine, oh, of ours, of the show, actually, uh, Karen, up in Gainesville. Mm. Uh, last name to not be stated on the program at this yep. time. Not when and, we're live. Uh, <laughs> he was specifically talking about uh, that, that team building and how much compassion and empathy it takes, especially right now, at the point where employees are beginning to tune out. They don't want to do the virtual happy hours anymore. They're tired. They're they're spent. They they're not really into the continual engagement, and it just really highlights those uh, those needs uh, to focus a bit more on on empathy and communication, and maybe adjusting our communication styles. Kind of like what Eve's saying, you know, stay stay more in tune with the the people. People uh, we hear it being cliche all the time. The H and HR. The H and HR. Right. Ricky, you got made fun of for the H and HR all over Twitter for like about three months. Yes, but it's I a did. real thing. <laughs> it it's is. a real thing, right? It is a real thing, and and yeah, I was made fun of because of it. But you know what? It, it's at the end of the day. It, I'm going to say it again. At what 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 BJ said earlier, don't focus on the goal. Focus on the purpose. Right? I love that. Yeah, and that resonated with me because I'm like, he's 100 percent right. Don't focus on where you're going to end up, right? Because you may end up in different areas. Just focus on the reason why you're there. And if you keep focusing on that and the goal, I mean, excuse me, the purpose is for us to be there and help the organization move the needle from A to B. And that's by focusing on the talent, especially now. People are going to remember how they're made feel, how they uh, we make them feel now when everything is happening. And when the economy gets better, the the, the people who feel that were shy sit, they're going to jump ship. Absolutely. Unless you create a culture great enough, good enough, and, and, and cultivating enough that, again, somebody dangles $20,000 a year over their head, but then they stick with you because they realize that culture is that much more valuable than an extra twenty k. Right now, obviously, it's I know a lot of people who could use twenty thousand dollars, but some people really do value culture over the take home paycheck, yeah. and and it's 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 a big thing, especially right now with everything happening. We, we see that a lot, especially you know, like I said, in public service, mm-hmm. um, our employees. When you talk to them, they they say that's why they work there. They want to make a difference in their community, and yes, it does make a difference, especially right now. Um, you know, that they know that they're making a difference in their community, that they're able to, by the work that they're doing, help things continue to run. Mm-hmm. And and we have been trying from our administrator on down, from our, our county commissioners on down, to make sure our employees know that we appreciate them coming into work, that whether that's working from home or, or working in the office or whatever, that they're they're keeping everything going. Yeah. I can, I can totally see the uh, employer assistance programs going up this year. Um, and, and it, it, it's, it's, it, people can take that differently. People can think, oh my God, is it really that bad? Or you know what? People are reaching out for help. 
And I'd rather people reach out for help so we can hear what issues they're having so we can talk about it than hear a completely different set of news. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's because uh, from from an HR perspective, I got to tell you, it's uh, I try to push our EAP services as much as possible. But I spend more time defending it and defending its existence than anything else, because a lot of people feel like I'm not going to call that. That's for crazy people. No, it's not. It really well, is. Maybe it's not for crazy people, but if they call, you're the guy that gets the kickback for it, though, right? That's why you're pushing it? <laughs> you make extra money by upselling that? No, I don't get the kickback, JC. But what okay, I do good. want <laughs> thank you, right? No, what I, I want to put that out there because, honestly, that is partly what people think. Why no, am I going to contact them? They're just going to get a commission over in HR for that. Uh, I don't think they see it that way. They're I think use the info against me. I think people would say, yeah. yeah, I think people would say, well, I'm not crazy. Why do you think I'm crazy? And I got to get people from stop thinking it's to stop thinking that way. Right. Because first of all, it's not crazy. Everybody has issues. Right. Whether it's mental, family issues, financial issues, marital issues, relationship, doesn't matter. Those services are great. But the number one reason why they don't do it is because they think that that we're going to find out. Oh, you just want to know what kind of mental issues I have. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't. I really don't care about that that much. I just want you to be happy, whatever makes you happy. But the benefits are here. We're paying for them. It's free. Go for it. Because I've used it whenever I wanted to do contracts and whenever I wanted to do a will or any um, 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 financial advice, I've used them. And, folks, anybody out there, they can help you with anything except one thing suing the company <laughs> that's the one thing that they're not going to help you with go ahead jc ricky breaking news breaking news yet once again here we go tiktok tiktok has officially chosen a bidder for its u.s new zealand and australian businesses and it could <laughs> announce a deal as soon as tuesday microsoft in partnership with walmart oracle are the top contenders as of right now and guess what you were talking about twenty thousand dollars the sale price of tiktok is expected to be in the range of 20 to 30 billion dollars that is your breaking news i was a little off it's okay <laughs> i was a little off eve do you have any breaking news because jc just keeps bringing up random stuff any breaking news from your end i don't know <laughs> happy hour is coming up at five thirty. that's as far as i know not virtual not virtual we're going Actually, yeah. wait, That's today's the big event. You heard it here first. Eve will be hosting happy hour <laughs> at 530. <laughs> this is live. You know that, Bring right? Bring your own drink tickets. <laughs> As of now, that will be Pacific Standard Time. <laughs> that is she great. won't be there at that hour. No, well, <laughs> Pacific Standard Time, she will. Because <laughs> you told her. Um, actually, there's an event tonight, right? Well, there is the opening session or the opening yep. general thing tonight. Yes. Flo Rida coming? Flo Rida's probably not coming this year, oh, no. I, I don't know if we got the invitation. Yeah. No. <laughs> got it. <laughs> right. No, but the theme is the world's greatest show. I think that's, that's what it is. That's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. What's that's the theme tonight? tomorrow night. Tonight's just cocktails. Happy ah, hour. Get to okay. know everybody. From a loosen distance. Loosen up a little. From yeah. afar. Yeah, from loosen afar. up but stay apart. <laughs> <laughs> what happened, JC? I heard a rumor as to who might be performing tonight. Oh, who's the room? Who, who's performing? I heard, well, as for an independent source, in the central Florida area, they said it's going to be Jimmy Stir. <laughs> the polka star, Jimmy Stir. Is that a real thing? Is he playing tonight? 
I think we might need to have a few cocktails before he starts. Wait, wait yeah. I'm sorry. I have no freaking idea who you're talking about. Who is Jimmy Stir? The guy playing right now. This is Jimmy Stir. The polka. Oh, no, I got that. I just, oh, okay. All right. The, right, right. Me too. Eve is like, why am I here? I just want to go back to my, to Eve, my I'm station. Gonna tell you, I'm going to tell you why you're here. You're here because Ricky's, Ricky's session bombed. And you're here to remain compassionate and, and uphold him during his thank dark you. hour. Thank you. Thank can, you, Eve. Can we get into that real quick? Because we've been dodging that bullet, Rick. How did your session go? What did you talk about? Eve, did you catch his session? Uh, no, but I'm sure it was great. <laughs> she is so sweet. <laughs> Thank you. You know what? I was telling Lucy about it. It's, uh, it, it's, there was minimal people there, right? I think, what, 30 people? If that, because it's, 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 there's not that many people here live. So it was such a big room though, because they're expecting like more people, but there I am. I'm like, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> okay, fine. I can do. And they told me if I wanted to, to uh, present without a mask, I have to stay on stage and not get off. And I'm, I'm the type of person that I got to walk all over. So there I am standing there, either either I'm down on the floor walking around with a mask on, being uncomfortable for two hours, or just stay on stage and just hopefully I don't fall over because I walk around all over the actual stage. But anyway, it was the um, uh, five ways to build an HR team that doesn't suck. It, I thought it went great. I thought it could have gone way better. I just wanted to do all the activities. I really did. But Lucy, there was some good back and forth. People had some good questions, and, and I'm made the recommendation and i can say it now because the event um, all already happened one of the ways that i'm recommending that we can build um, a team that just doesn't suck is to create a culture where people are free to speak their mind in a respectful way where there isn't any animosity there isn't any attacks on each other so one of the things that i said and i'm like hold on to your hats any attorneys here nobody raised their hand awesome allow people to talk about religion and politics in the office I know. And then people like, really? I don't know about that. Well, <laughs> right? where, where, but some people were not in their from? hair. I'm sorry? Where, where are you firing from with that? Why, why do you say that? Because the reason we have so many, uh, it, the reason this country is divided, whether it's religious, whether it's whatever's happening right now, whether it's political, is because we are not well-versed enough to have difficult conversations in a way that's meaningful and it moves the learnings forward. Everything is attacking. Everything is being attacked. And there's, there's, there's no, I don't want to say there's no respect, but the goal is for them to lose, you to win, and nobody wins in that situation. But if you allow your employees to talk freely about religion, if you allow your employees to talk freely about politics in a way that is to learn, not to put somebody down, but if it's to learn and if you manage it properly, then you're going to build a team that will be well-versed and an expert in talking about difficult conversations and they're able to navigate those healthy conflicts. And at the end of the day, people learn more and, they, and, and they're better communicators. But it's not for everyone. It really is not for everyone because you've got to have a team that is perfectly okay with opinions that's different than theirs and they don't get easily offended. And you've got to have a boss to manage that whole process to where he or she feels the temperature getting hot, pull out pull back and then go from there. But that's what I was telling everybody. And I got some nods. I got some people that were like, oh my God, no, which is okay. That's not for everybody. It really isn't. But the reason we're having the issues today is because we don't have those difficult conversations and we tend to shy away from it at work. 
right? And then so 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 that's why I threw that out there. Um, but I got some nods. Some guy came over uh, right now. I'm um, earlier when we were doing sound check. I thought he wanted to sit down, uh, you know, and 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 record with us. He's like, no, I just want to let you know. Great session earlier. I really appreciated that. I wanted to have him sit down. I'm like, God, which one? Did, which part did you like? Because I want some <laughs> feedback about the religions and politics. So now that you're here, Eve, <laughs> you're yeah. in the hot seat. What are your thoughts on that? I think that's a hard um, conversation to bring up. I think it's a conversation that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it's a difficult one for work, uh, especially, like I said, I'm, I'm in government. So we tend to say we'll talk about policies, not politics. Oh, okay. Um, because really the policy is, you know, should we be doing it this way? Should we be doing it that way? What are we trying to achieve here, you know, versus Republican, Democrat, or certain people in certain parties, right? Um so we, we try to focus more on the policy that we're trying to drive. Um, but like you said, it's not for everybody. It's and not. and yeah. I'm finding that it's difficult for managers to have those kinds of conversations. Now, I don't know if we're not training them right as they're coming up through the ranks to have those difficult conversations, whether it's even just a, a performance issue conversation. But to be able to, to sit down and talk about religion and politics, something that is so divided right now, yeah. um, I, I would have a hard time with it. Well, you know what, Eve, here's the thing. And, 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 and my two cents is if, if you're... Uh, uh, leave- by the way, I'm, I'm with Eve on that one. Okay. I'm, I'm totally with Eve on yeah. that one. Just, just I have to jump in because I know you're going to Viet- Viet- Vietnamese-ly. Gosh. I'm not going Viet- <laughs> to... I can't say the word. The Viet... Viet- Vehemently? Oh my gosh, Eve, I need you in my life. Thank you. <laughs> You're going to defend this to the end of days, Rick, and you've got a point there. I understand that you have a point there, but at the same time, kind of springboarding where from what he was just saying, if you're if you're about to take that magic leap, right? And you're about to be vulnerable and talk about these issues at work and expose yourself in that way. In, in a trusting environment, etc., and you turn to your boss to go talk about one of these hard-pressing issues, and they feel that same confidence, and they turn back to you to talk about their belief in ancient alien theories. <laughs> you might just turn around and walk away at that moment and say, you know what, I'm done. I'm done. I'm going back to work at Walmart. I'm out of here. I'm out of Not here for like me. Look, if my boss told me that, he, that she believes in old ancient aliens, I'm like, you got my attention. <laughs> I want to know what it is you're talking about. By the way, we have a great EAP program. <laughs> Let me tell you about it. <laughs> no, but look, here's the thing, right? It, it's, it's, if you're a leader that has a difficult time with difficult conversations, you got in the position too early. Yes. You got in the position. You have to be able to have those conversations, right, from a leader perspective. Now, uh, it's, I, was, I was very careful. Because I don't want people to go back to the office and like, let's talk about religion and politics. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't bring it up. But if it does come up, embrace it and navigate that conversation. You'll be surprised how much you learn about the people you're working with and how they tick and how they think. If you really understand their point of view. And uh, it's, remember, understanding is not agreement. So just because you say, I understand, it doesn't mean you have to agree with it. You just have to, uh, because for you not to agree with it, you have to understand, mm-hmm. right? Because otherwise, how can you disagree or agree? So if you're able to do that, you'll be set. But half the crowd was like, yeah, the other half was like, no, it's perfectly okay. The other half that says no, don't do it. <laughs> it is not Uh-oh. for you. It will get you in trouble. Uh-oh. Ricky. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Florida man returns to work after hearing presentation by Mr. Baez to talk about nothing but sex, religion, and politics. 
I never said anything about you. sex. <laughs> Oh, you see how he just throws stuff in there? Yes, <laughs> he just that. throws things in there, right? If you let and him you go... You put windows in there. I you you put things in there about EAP and stuff, right? Employee assistance program. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know what you thought EAP was. E, we have a guest, JC, who doesn't know this show very well. <laughs> Stop. All right, look, we're over the hour mark, and we do got to get back to the other sessions. Okay, though. so let's so go back to business, though, uh, and all jokes aside at this point. Exhibit Hall Grand Opening Reception tonight, 5.30 p.m. After a full day session, you can't miss the Exhibit Hall Grand Opening Reception. It's going to be located in Exhibit Hall F on the lower level. And then coming up tomorrow, we're just solely talking about events and entertainment as of right now. Tomorrow, for one night only, there's going to be an evening with Dazzle and delight. You're going to be able to spend a spectacular Tuesday Me? evening yeah. under yeah. the big top at our greatest show event inspired of the movie, inspired by the movie, uh, The Greatest Showman. And the night is going to be filled with uh, many circus acts and, and maybe even animals. Maybe not. I don't know. I think our Florida, anything could happen. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you imagine seeing a bunch of elephants just in the atrium? Well, yeah. Yeah. With a mask. Partly virtual, and they might have a camera set up on some animals. Ah, animal know. kingdom. That I'm is not true. trying to give things away, but don't ruin the surprise. Because he doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> he really doesn't. <laughs> he literally just went to the Google box and brought that up. No, but I'm not lying. I mean, there's a there's a reception tonight, right? There is a reception tonight. Absolutely. Um, okay. What did you say? Dazzle and bedazzle? What did you say? Dazzle uh, and... Tuesday, the greatest show event is going to be taking place... Uh, at, at the conference, I, I don't think I'm lying about that either, am I, Abe? No, you are not lying. <laughs> okay, thanks. You, you got that one right. <laughs> Ask okay. you for a friend. Appreciate it. Uh, all right. Well, with that said, JC, it is about that time. We do got to get back over to the sessions. We're going to let Eve go. We're going to go ahead and close out the show. Any closing remarks for day one from your end, JC? Uh, yeah, I actually do have a, a story for you if you've got the uh, Florida Man clip ready. Um, you know what? Let's do that one. All right. So let's do the Florida Man clip. Give me one second. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're not already aware, towards the end of every show, we do cover current events, and then we specialize one Florida Man topic every week. And uh, with that being said, Rick, over to you. It's playing. It's time for Florida Man. Stories. Florida Man Stories, brought to you in part by uh, the presentation of Ricky Baez this morning that went fantastic. Make sure you go back to work and talk about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Do not do that, folks. <laughs> do not do that. <laughs> According to OrlandoWeekly.com, uh, written by Colin Wolf, by the way, great piece here. The famed headbanging Florida man in Louisiana for the Hurricane Laura. You remember the guy. He stood outside with the American flag in his hand and no shirt in the middle of a hurricane going back a couple years. His name, Wayne Pittman, a Jacksonville resident who seems to only appear during major hurricanes so he can (laughs) headbang to Slayer's raining blood while shirtless has risen from the swampy depths of Florida to slay Hurricane Laura. Pittman apparently traveled to Louisiana to headbang in the middle of the winds as he does and posted a video to Twitter. I'm here to make Florida proud, Pittman stated. Pittman also started a GoFundMe for victims of Hurricane Laura, which has currently raised so far $240. Back to you. (laughs) 
So here I am thinking $240,000. That is really cool. No, $240. Enough to cover his Greyhound bus fare up there. (laughs) That is your Florida man story of the day. Thank you, JC. I really appreciate it. All right. So, Eve, any final thoughts? Any final thoughts for today? Final thoughts for for the whole event? Anything at all that you want to share with everybody watching you live right now as we speak? No pressure. No pressure. None. None. Um, I just want to say that it's great to be here at HR Florida again. I mean, even though we can't go up to everybody and it's a little bit different, um, you know, this is where we come to network. This is where we come to talk to our friends from all over the state. And this is this is home. So it's good to be back. And I'm glad that you guys are here um, and awesome. able to experience it. And, and yes, drinks tonight at 530. Oh, you heard it, JC. <laughs> you heard it, brother. Drinks tonight at 530. Eve is buying. Excellent. She'll give us uh, where she's going to be later on. No, yeah. she's not buying, folks. She's not. I'll be at the Applebee's or whatever. <laughs> no, don't say it because people will go. Okay, don't go. Looking for you. <laughs> we don't want people to come. <laughs> Next Florida man story. Eve is missing. <laughs> we don't know where she's at. Last time anybody saw her was on a show when they talked about going to Applebee's. Oh, don't do that. She's not going to Applebee's, everybody. No. All right, JC, any final thoughts you have for day one? Uh, it's been a pleasure to be back here on the uh, show today. Thanks for letting your co-host finally join, Rick. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, as we were saying at the start of the show, you are the brains. You are the HR guru with so many post-nominals. You sometimes even forget your own name. I'm just thankful to be back to keep things fun because people like fun. That's all. <laughs> I would be down there in person, Eve, but unfortunately, due to COVID restrictions, I will probably socially distance myself and remain in the Empire State of New York on continual lockdown, probably for another two years. Ricky, back to you. Lucky for us. All right. So, so day one, we may go live later on today. We don't know. It depends what um, what awaits for us after Eve buys us all those drinks. Uh, but uh, to day one, it's down. Lucy and I, we're going to be live tomorrow again. JC will be live as well, as well as on Wednesday. I'm going to try to see if I can do a, a Facebook Live tonight over at the event. So I'm going to come find you. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) So with that said, everybody, thank you very much for listening. And uh, we'll see you later on tonight. Goodbye.